What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Dog Podcast. Uh, this is episode 54. I'm Damian Leba. Anthony Steven. Yes, uh, we're back again, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately? <laughs> this is one of the highlights of my week every week. Yeah. Uh, so today we're going to switch it up a little bit. I think we well, last week we kind of switched it up a little bit when Justice was on here, but... We're going to do it again. Yes, because there's, like, literally no news that isn't about... Like, like, literally the only thing I saw was Space Jam knocking off Black Widow and barely. Yeah, and then there's other stuff that I'm not... I don't think we're really interested in talking about, so, yeah, I think we got something uh, yeah. fun to I, do. I don't want to keep talking about Benifer. Yeah, no more Benifer, no more Jennifer, no more Geely, no more Turkey Time. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> yes. So we, before this, we were kind of bored and we were just kind of running through TV shows and movies and video games and kind of our favorites and looking at the ratings and then more than anything, looking at the bad reviews because they are frustrating. Yeah. Some of these, like, cause I've, like on some of these things I've never seen, but like the bad reviews I'm looking at don't seem to really talk about the show yeah it, it's it compared when you compare any piece of art to another thing putting one thing up to shit on another does not make sense to me no not at all no 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 no. And especially things that like aren't comparable but i mean maybe they are because like multiple people have said the same shit i mean yeah but let's put it this way okay before before we start i, I do have to ask Damien really quick how was your week sir uh, my week, it was a week, and that's all I'll say. Every fucking, this week and last week. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I, but it was, uh, to be honest, it was a week. <laughs> and then <laughs> that's, you know, that's really all I can say, man. Nothing exciting. Um, uh, work, uh, working on the uh, short film as always, um, you know, that stuff. It was a week, and that's all I'll say. That's fun. Uh, how was your, uh, week? Was it good. also a week? It, it was definitely a week. Oh, dude, it was the most like I want to get the fuck out of here work week that I think I've ever had. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Like I literally, like, I, I think I told you earlier. Like I literally fell asleep at the wheel while I was waiting to get into a gate, and the truck started moving forward. And I was like, oh fuck! <laughs> I was like, <laughs> was your arm hanging out the window and you're like, <laughs> no, I just like it, it wasn't like very long. It was just like a blink and like holy fuck, like. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, that was bad. Where it felt like a lot of time passed in that second yeah. type of thing. Yeah. It, it was it was really bad. I do that sometimes when I'm driving at night. Oh, no. Don't do I'll that. catch myself doing that. Yeah. Like, fuck. You can operate off a lot less sleep than I can, though. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I don't understand it. I haven't been able to do that since before I met my wife. I would literally, like, stay up till 12 and go to work at 3 in the morning. And I'd be right. fine. Now, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Not at all. Right. Especially with the kids, because... I wake up every like 10 minutes one of them crying it's a nightmare that's a nightmare <laughs> it, it, it's worth it but it's a nightmare yeah i'm not there yet <laughs> but i mean other than that it was it wasn't a bad week just keeping getting ready to sell the house and then dieting for this film yeah it's coming up quick we got basically a month yes basically it's very excited like yes i almost feel like i want to go to sleep earlier every night just to like get it here sooner <laughs> you know what maybe you should sleep less that way you're really prepared for it the week leading up to okay i'll just like i might not sleep at all the week leading up to so i can really get into like a weird state of mind and i might act you know weird I'll, on set I'll, I'll do a bang energy um 
binge. Why don't you just mainline it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, I think the thing I'd be the most worried about is the carbonation in my veins. Yeah. <laughs> Air bubbles. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, I still wouldn't do it. But yeah, no. I feel like it'd be a little bit safer that way. Yeah, it really would. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I think there's there's going to be some method acting. Yeah. I don't want to sound like a douche. Uh, I think the first... We'll, we'll talk about it more off camera when it goes to that. Okay. Because I think sleep deprivation might be a good idea in some spots. I really think so. Especially, like, the scene where we... Well, I guess it depends on when we film each scene, but the scene at the beginning where, you know, you have to duplicate me. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say about the scene. Um, That one, that that day... Actually, no, we have to... Yeah, I'll, I'll deprive myself of sleep the whole week. Never mind. I, I think there's only one day Forget we don't what need I said. to do that. That made no sense what I said, but... I think, I think there's only one day we don't need to do that. What day? The first day. We're not even on camera. No, we are. Uh, yeah, we both are. <laughs> but we don't need to. Yeah, day. we don't need to that day. But um, at the days after that, I'm not sleeping. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. All right. Yep. So, yep. 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 like yep. we said, we will start this off with a universally loved show. Or I thought it was universally loved until about five minutes ago. <laughs> and yeah, I'll start off with the one that kind of pissed you out the most. Before we even introduce it, just read off the zero and the one percent. Okay, okay, I'll I'll read the two. And these are... Also, fuck anybody who gives anything a zero percent score, because it is inherently false. There's value in anything. (laughs) Even the worst movie you've ever seen, somebody likes it. And there's something to get out of it, even if you don't like it. We'll go from there. This is true. Even glitter... What, um, what's glitter? Oh my god! <laughs> it's a Mariah Carey movie from the nineties. Eh. 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 Yeah. I, I just—I'll be honest. I'm not a Mariah Carey person. You know, I'm not either. But uh, yeah, it's there. <laughs> um, yeah. So these are these aren't critic reviews that I'm going to read. These are just like normal people. Yeah. And even then, there was there was one critic review that I was I wanted to punch somebody. But roll. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Let's start with the uh, let's start with the zero. The name is my TV critic. Posted April 16, 2021. Boardwalk Empire is the best mafia series ever. This and The Sopranos are not good TV shows. You can watch The Godfather Trilogy and The Departed and you get anything blank and Sopranos wants you to sh- wants to show you. So clearly he left out a specific title <laughs> yeah. for a reason. Yes. Um, because everything else that it was compared to literally has nothing to do with what this show is about. Yeah, that's those shows are not what I think of what I think about this show. No. At all. Um, also, I- I'll say this. With maybe like the tiniest hint. I don't compare the cartel and the mafia at all because they feel like two completely different things. I know they're both organized crime, but they're not. They're n- one's more brutal than the other, I'd say. That and I think that separates it enough to where you're not going to be like, oh, I don't want to watch fucking Narcos because it's too much like The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, no one ever said that. Well, maybe on here. Maybe somebody said, I don't want to watch Narcos because it reminds me of fucking Kim's Convenience. Or go, I don't like Sons of Anarchy because it's too much like Narcos or it's too much like this or that. Like, comparing anything... I never learned how to ride a bike. Yeah, if you're going to compare something, it has to be more closely related. You can't fucking compare Beauty and the Beast and... Samurai Jack. I mean, yeah, I, show, I wouldn't but... have gone. I mean, I wouldn't have gone there, but yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, like you can't compare it to Inglorious Bastards. Dude, he Bastards. could make a Samurai Jack movie. 
Oh. Yeah. Never mind. We'll, we'll, we won't get into it because we will go on. So you do know that Phil Lamar... Just, I just made the connection, though. Phil, Phil Lamar is the voice of Samurai Jack. Phil Lamar. Marvin. Marvin. From Pulp Fiction. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I he, did not know that. He's, like, one of the most prolific voice actors. Wow. But what is the 1% review? <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll let everybody Before know. <laughs> okay, so the one uh, is by a person named Amir Amir Ball. <laughs> March 23rd, 2021. Mediocre plots with a lot of cliches, repetitive characters, not even a decent soundtrack. I don't understand what some people have found in the show. Weak. All capital letters. Is anybody, like, caught on to what this is at all? Because I, I don't think I these, don't think so. like... You can't get it based off of these. No, because it has nothing to do with the show. Well, like, you can say whatever you want to about the repetitious characters, but even then, I don't really find them repetitious. Yeah. Did I say repetitious? Yeah, it's fine. It's not okay. Um, <laughs> I retract that. It's repetitive. Re- whatever, dude. Fuck. But um, yeah. I, I just... Three, two, one. It's Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Not a good show, apparently. Uh, no, but <laughs> the critics are completely uh, wrong on this one, according to these people, because it scored, what, like a 90... It was a... Oh, no. Oh, no. Let's go to the series over. Okay, this is a series over. It's 87%. Okay. Season, season five alone got a 99. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, let's. Uh, I can read two. There's two more zeros here. Do it. Let's see if they say this. So, Mr. Echo, March 9th, 2021. Breaking Bad is a bad version of Sopranos. I don't get all the praise the show has gotten. There's nothing new for you in the show, just cliches. They cook meth and hide from the police, and a dramatic end that everyone. That everyone thinks is great, but it's just sloppy writing. Overall, it's a waste of time. So there's another Sopranos, uh, you know, comparison. Honestly, I think it's one of the strongest written shows I've ever watched. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. I don't see the Sopranos comparison, as I've already said. But, dude, even ignoring all that, there is only one character in that show that I absolutely hated. And I think I was supposed to hate her. The wife? Oh yeah, and she, she she's kind of a roller coaster character. I mean, I hated a lot of other characters, but like, she's the only one I wanted to die, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because she was just annoying and right. felt, felt like she was in the way all the time. Other than that, almost everything in the show feels necessary. Okay, and like I said, I've never seen it. I I want to watch. I've been wanting to watch it, but I haven't. I can respect that. So now I'm can happy you I didn't uh, do this? Do this for you? Uh, I actually don't speak Sanskrit, so okay. Or I can't read Sanskrit. I don't know what language Sanskrit is. I think it's the language. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Here's a more uh, lenient one. It's a four. Okay. Uh, I won't write much about the plot. Oh, this is also by Tenar Tenaris Tenaris. Uh, for I don't want to spoil anything. The first three seasons are great, more or less. Starting in the third season, the plot gets really stretched out. The character development gets thinner and thinner. All in all, you can notice they wanted to do more seasons but couldn't deliver the same quality they started with. In my eyes, the first two seasons were great. The third one, mediocre, and the last two, plain bad. All in all, this leaves me with a mediocre forest rating. If I knew how bad the last two seasons were, I would have stopped watching after season three. In that case, I would have rated the series with a 7, maybe an 8, but the last two seasons really dragged the whole rating down. I will also disagree with that because of the fact Vince Gilligan said from the start he only wanted to do five seasons. Oh, okay. And it was written deliberately. Like that? Yeah. Okay. 
people are mad when things happen off screen and their hands aren't held. And anytime there's a time jump, people want to cry. Right. Yeah. That's the just general audiences. They don't like artsy stuff that doesn't like. It's not linear or whatever yes. the fuck. These are the same people that would have a problem watching The Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. You'll never get, like, just an average moviegoer to oh, go no. watch The Lighthouse. <laughs> it, I think a movies like that take a lot of dissection. Yeah, even Hereditary, even though it's not as, like, you know... I mean, it is weird, but, like, it's yeah. even that is a stretch for normal audiences. Yes. No, and not even for just the reasons I just said about the lighthouse, but also the fact that you have a lot of detractors just because of the content, because of demons and stuff like that. You have a whole yeah. subsect of people that won't go to a movie because of that. Right. Your Westboro Baptist Church people, your... Ooh. <laughs> uh... People along those lines. And then also just like, I don't know. Our culture has gotten very into the hand-holding storytelling. Yeah, which is, you know, it, it really brings the art form down, I feel. Oh, yeah. A lot. Because, I'll say this, even with Fast and Furious being as bland to me as it is, it does fantastic in the theaters and it has a huge following. Yeah, I, in my opinion, it's one of the biggest problem franchises because it's, it's adding to the problem more and more. Yeah, because it it holds your hand more than anything I think I've ever watched, read, listened to. Like yep. it's bad. Like even to the point where like you can't let characters die; you have to bring them back. They're already talking about how to bring back Gal Gadot now. Yeah, I, I yeah, because ever since well, she wasn't like what she was when they. When she was in them, yeah. But like, now, after Wonder Woman, they're like, we got to capitalize. They're like, we fucked up. We need to bring her back. Yeah, because that would bring in more people. Oh yeah. 100%. I mean, they're only going to be two more. Well, the next one is the last one, but it's split into two parts. No, wait, the last one. That's what they said. I read an article. It's gonna be. It's like they did what Twilight and Harry Potter did. The last movie is gonna be split into two. I hate how there's a comparison between Harry Potter and fucking Twilight. But it exists. It does, especially when you add Cedric Diggory. Harry Potter has no family. Dom Toretto has all the family. (laughs) Sorry. No, it's fine. (laughs) I I will say one of my favorite things out of the the last Fast and Furious movie was all the fucking family memes. Just out of nowhere. Like, I don't know why nobody, like, thought of that before. And they did it with every fucking movie. Yeah, they did. It was was ridiculous. It it was one of my favorite things. Did you see the Avengers one? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Endgame one? Oh! uh, uh, The Thanos battle at the end? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're not strong enough. It's like... Or... uh, Something like that, and he's like, Any, "Anyone strong enough with family or some something along those <laughs> yeah. lines?" I was like, "And the cars uh, flying through the sky, yeah. through the ship, and everything." <laughs> oh, Jesus! Now, should I read a good one, or are we doing straight like? We can throw in a good one every now and then. Okay, let's throw in a good one real quick. Uh, this is by Maver Kalawat. Mm-hmm. That's the name. Uh, gave it a ten. Oh my god, this is not one of the best, but best of all. A must-watch for everyone on this planet. And I think even the one under that, I'd probably give a little bit more credence, just because they go into a little bit more depth. Let's see. This is by Yu Meow. Must be a cat. (laughs) 
<laughs> Best character writing I've seen. One of the rare series that made me love and hate characters at the same time. You can get bored in the beginning, but watch for every detail and how satisfying it is to see them and keep going. It's definitely worth it. I Honestly, I completely agree with that. And even then, I don't think you can call it the perfect show because i don't think anything's perfect there's always something extra that can be done or something that can be taken away like it is what it is yeah there's highs and uh, there's ups and downs for anything and honestly it's only going to be more apparent when you run a series let's see if i want to see i want to get to the mixed actual like critic reviews to see if well i don't know they have they're too long but i, I think that i read this one earlier um breaking bad could be a good study of acting but there's not enough of the good stuff, like writing, directing, mood, cinematography. It's just another one of those things I don't disagree with. It has a style. Yeah, from what I've seen, there is a style. The cinematography looks good yeah. from what I've seen. I think a lot of people are mad because it's not The Walking Dead, and it's not... The Walking Dead is a bland-ass show. It is, but it has a style that's out of the norm. Like, visually. Oh, no, like, visually. Like, it has its own template for style. Okay. I, I personally feel like Breaking Bad does as well, but I think it's too orange and bright in spots to where people are like, for a layman, it's very, I don't know if this is the right word, but like, it, it seems kind of cookie cutter visually if it looks the same in every season to some people. Okay. Whereas like, one thing that, the, the smart thing that Walking Dead has done is every season it looks like a little bit darker and like drearier and kind of decayed. Like, yeah. Especially the title scene. Like even the title scene like has decayed through, throughout the seasons. Right. It didn't make it to where I wanted to keep watching past season seven. Mm-hmm. But. I didn't even watch past season two. I didn't want to. I start, kept watching it with my wife. <laughs> I blame her for everything. Um, do me a favor. What about El Camino? Alchemy, I forgot about that. Dude, it's so good. Now, is it a uh, continuation of the series? Yes. Or, okay. It literally continues immediately after the last episode. Okay. Um, Alchemy by the Black Keys. <laughs> uh, movies. 72. Overall, 72. I mean, I can, accept, I can accept that. I think a lot of people are mad that it ended, period. It, it, it's... Yeah, it's one it, of those series that if there was if Vince Gilligan wanted to, he could keep going forever. I mean, Better Call Saul still gets great reviews. This has zero negative critic reviews, but I'm guessing sixty negative audience reviews. Who to thunk it? So let's go to another that. zero. Go to zero. This one is by Should. Oh, Shoulder of Orion. Okay. Uh, these one review accounts. That pop up to skew ratings after every major premiere are just a stone cold bummer and ruin the entire aesthetic of Metacritic. That There's is literally a. That's a review a, of the site. <laughs> oh my god. There's one review accounts that pop up and skew the ratings after every major premiere. Just yeah, this, he's reviewing the site. He's trying to bring the score down. He's he's commenting on what he's doing. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Wow, that one that one didn't even didn't even count. Then I guess well, there's another one, a three. So boring. There is no episode in five seasons of Breaking Bad that is as bad as this movie, and that just shows how good Breaking Bad is. So it's like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, it's putting up the show to shit on the movie. Yeah. I mean, here's my thing. Anything that has a fandom that's already there 
you're going to find detractors if you add anything to it. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you want evidence of this? Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Hobbit after Lord of the Rings. Um, honestly, like even Quentin Tarantino films, people, you have people who bicker back and forth for no fucking reason. Right. Where you can argue that he has a pretty much perfect cinematography. Like he has no real downers unless you want to kind of argue about death proof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he, there are a lot of people who say that he doesn't really consider that is like one of his films. He, he, it's like he does and he doesn't. Yeah. Like it's not in his like catalog of his 10 films that he wants to do. It actually is. It is? It is, because um, my brother has that Tarantino collection of all his movies. Mm-hmm. Movies. Even has True Romance, but it has Death Proof in it. Because it goes, what is it? Reservoir Dogs. Pulp Fiction. Yes. Jackie Brown. Okay. Kill Bill. Okay. Kill Bill Volume 2. Which he considers is one. one movie. Yeah. Um, Death Proof is next. Um, Glorious Bastards. Django. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. And Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. And so, yeah, it's nine with Kill Bills. Yeah. And even then, he's talking about doing a part three, so does that still make it nine? Yeah, that's why I don't believe... Like, I think he believes that he's retiring, but he's not going to retire. He'll come back and oh. do something else. Yeah, I mean, uh, see, and that's the thing. I mean, we kind of talked about this last week with, like, rappers always saying they're going to retire. Like, Logic, he retired for a year. Yeah. <laughs> Every time someone does that, it drives me nuts, because I'm like... I go through, like, a grieving phase, kind of, of, like, shit, I'm never going to be able to, like, listen to anything new or watch anything new from this person. Kevin Smith talked about retiring fucking ten years ago. Right. And it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's hard for creative people to just stop doing it, because they'll yes. never stop doing it. And honestly, dude, especially somebody like Tarantino, I don't see that working out for him mentally. No. I see I know him he losing wants, his fucking mind. Yeah, he wants to work on plays, Yeah, I which said, he will. He said he's going to maybe write an, an adaptation of uh, Reservoir Dogs, which mm-hmm. I would I would read that, because I just yeah. finished the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood one. Right. And to see how he can connect that to his other movies through writing would be kind of an yeah, interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, because obviously you already have the Vega Brothers stuff that he could throw in there with writing. Yeah, instead of making the movie, he could put that in the book. Dude, he could just write a Vega Brother book. Yeah, he could. But he said he'll he's still up to writing scripts for people and selling it too. Yeah. But he doesn't want to direct anymore, which, I, I mean, like, I, like you said, I don't believe that. No. Uh, especially from him. I think he believes that right now. I mean, yeah, he has a one-year-old kid, so yeah. he's... Which is odd. But it's his only kid. Yeah. Which is... In surprising yeah. more to me, honestly. Yep. Let's do one more bad one for this this thing. Uh, from baking from breaking bad to breaking balls. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't get it, but sure. Yeah. Like I said, everyone's has the right to their own, and especially when it comes to sequel stuff, it it's a lot more subjective than the original like the original trilogy of star wars doesn't have very many detractors it still does yeah i think return of the jedi is the most divisive one out of the original trilogy i'd say yeah i think that's yeah i think that's accurate mm-hmm. and honestly for the longest time that was my favorite okay until revenge of the sith yeah that's still my favorite of all time but people will still argue about 
the prequel trilogy. And then once the sequel trilogy came out, it was... Dude, people arguing... I mean, me and you have argued about The Last Jedi how many times? A lot. A lot, a lot. We're going to do a deep dive on that someday. Uh, haven't we already done a deep dive? I don't think we have. Oh, that'll be a fucking 10-hour episode. Okay, here, here we go. Um, I'm going to like read some off, and you got to guess the movie. Oh, no. That's why I'm hiding my phone. Okay. I was like, what are you doing? I thought you were recording me on your phone. I was like, we have the fucking camera. No. <laughs> All right, go. Okay. Uh, what, damn it, where'd it go? I've seen piles of rotting veggies that were more entertaining. Okay. It's very vague. You that that, one, that one's it. very vague. <laughs> <sighs> Let's see. Is there another one here? Let's see. Because that could that could be anything, honestly. That could really be anything. <laughs> um, let's see. This literally said it had. Okay, let's see. <laughs> are these, these so these aren't critics? These are fan. These are fan. Okay. Yeah. God, they're really not good. They're really not good reviews. <laughs> like, there's nothing to like even like. There's not a good review? Well, there's good reviews, oh. but, like, fuck. I'm trying to find oh, the bad like, ones. like, in-depth ones yeah. that aren't just... I'm trying to find funny ones. There, there's not ones that are, like, this tastes like Sopranos or some shit? No. The acting is awful. It's extremely cheesy, melodramatic, cartoonish. I mean, the lead is an awful actor. And blank, 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 pretty much... Wow, that's a bad one. Dude, it's, it's episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Oh! I mean, I've heard that thing about Manic and Skywalker quite a few times. Yeah. But I, that was the most compelling of the prequel trilogy, by far. Yes. So I, I, I don't think that's super And you can tell this arguable. is the one he's been, like, wanting to do. Yeah. Just by the way he made it. Oh, compared 100%. to the other two. It, it seemed like he, like rushed through shit for the first two to get to the third one right i mean that's all the series was really supposed to be was just that story for the third one yeah you just have to go through trade federation and all the other bullshit to get to revenge of the sith right what else do we got something good uh i've had mosquito bites that were more passionate than this undead unrequited and an altogether unfun pseudo-romantic riff on romeo and juliet So it's not the Romeo and Juliet with Leo. No. Okay. Um, so it's a love story between a human and something oh, else. Oh, and a zombie. It's fucking warm bodies. No. What? Vamp on oh, Twilight. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. I was like, I was trying to think. I was like, a human and something else. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I wasn't a huge fan. They were watchable. I was more tired of the fandom than the movies. I never saw a bit of any of them. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see Edward Pattinson's acting from one to the future, but... Richard Pattinson? Robert Pattinson? Did I say something else? You said Edward Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said Richard Pattinson. <laughs> Robert Batman. It's, it's Bobby Bats. <laughs> um, Edward Pattinson. To see how Batman has evolved. Yeah. Um, like his acting. Honestly, I do think his acting in Harry Potter before that was better. Yes. He was, um, yeah. But then, yeah, and then everything else after Twilight. And he, he, I think he did an interview where he said he actually almost got fired 
uh, while uh, directing the first Twilight because he was taking the material like from the script too literally and they're like we don't want you to be that moody and he's like it's literally written this way like what the fuck do you want from me <laughs> but i mean he's on record as saying he hates those movies so oh yeah he don't even, he don't even think at this point he wants to talk about it yeah <laughs> I, I i think i've seen him like almost walk out of interviews because yeah. people ask him questions mm-hmm. about it but i mean dude I will say this a million times over. Anybody who is a detractor from the idea of him being Batman, Good Time, Lighthouse, uh, what's that other really good one? Uh, High Life. Um, I mean, he had the Rover. Something Tropolis. Uh, Cosmopolis. Cosmopolis. There was one more that devil was Devil like, all the time. Oh, devil yeah. all the time. He's really good in that one. So fucking good. Honestly, I've been thinking about just going back and watching that, even though I have so much to watch that I'm behind on. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good fucking movie. It really is. Um, What's the reviews on that one like? Uh, devil all the time? We gotta, let's look at that. Uh, What the fuck happened, dog? What the fuck? <laughs> you went down far. The devil all the time. 55? You gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's not a literally so it's oh, 55. Yeah, they, see? They're gonna be religious detractors, guaranteed. 55. Let's see. Um, well, three negative reviews from critics. All right. So I'm curious to see. I won't do the full thing, but every moment in the devil all the time is meant to be a galvan- galvanic preachifying high point and so the characters aren't allowed to reveal themselves apart from the (sighs) plot i don't understand that one at all i felt like the character building was pretty damn well done yeah that's what i thought okay here here, here's a zero from a a, fan yeah james irish 68 so it was one of your people this review contains spoilers uh ultra negative portrayal of rural america you don't need to be sherlock holmes to figure out the producers are not fans of angelical christianity worst of all though is that it's boring as hell dull as dishwater and slow odd aside none of the male character actors were american who cares a swede then English, Australian, English, and English again. That was to the hour mark. I um, gave up at that point. Sebastian Stan? Yeah. He's, <laughs> I um, gave up at that point. Isn't Sebastian Stan American? He's American, yeah. I think this person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't get wrong, he Irish. is the only one. But at the same time... This is one of your people. What the fuck? One of my people? Yeah, Irish. I, I don't claim them if they're talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I don't personally think it matters where they're from, and I don't think it's so much of a damnation of evangelical Christianity as much as it is fanaticism of anything. Yeah, it just shows you that feeding too much into something when you're already mentally unstable, I guess, can be like well, bad things. Th- that's a big thing as well, but honestly, just like the way that certain people... and, and It's not a fucking vindicate... Indictment of every preacher. It's a special situation. Yeah. And it is just showing how people will take the power they have. This isn't just talking about Christians. This is talking about humans in general. Yeah. Because it happens a lot. Yeah. People will take the power they have and wring every little fucking bit of stuff they can get out of it. You want evidence? Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. I mean, I can go on and on, but I mean, 
And honestly, I think this one's kind of a bullshit example because I don't think he should have gotten in trouble for it. But Chris D'Elia, yeah, he grew up with the idea that, oh, if you're famous, which is something that's portrayed in all media, being able to go and get as much pussy as you want if you're famous. I mean, yeah. and that doesn't help anything. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't think that we should promote the idea of like going and fucking everybody in the world and being unfaithful, whatever. But like losing your career because of something that people, he, he, he literally like made statements of, Hey, you know, this is just a hookup. Mm-hmm. So just because I am who I am and you're going to do it shouldn't taint this. Right. But me too caused a lot of fucking heat on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, at the high point. Yeah. It's, oh, I, I do feel bad for him for the army, uh, arm, army of the dead. No. Ar- yeah. I mean, the I'm like, I just, that was a quick army of, of the dead. Uh, one more bad one from this one. Okay. Uh, let's go. This one was a three black sun, a well shot film with great acting, but it's not enough. The film left me depressed, failing to deliver any sense or meaning beyond the plain surface level takeaway. I judge films by how much I could recommend them and how much I had, how much fun I had watching them. I can't recommend this movie, and while I enjoyed the performances, I don't relish in the visual portrayal of evil exists. Quotations. The narrative just mendered from here and there until the credits. Meandered. Meandered, yeah. Um, see, I can at least respect the review, because it made sense. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it, but I see their opinion. Yeah, I, that was not really a good one. No, but the, like they, they at least uh, portrayed the fact that it was fantastic acting. They just weren't a fan of a lot of the plot. But even then, I think that plot was very... Uh, what's the right word? Compelling? And, uh, dude, my heart broke a couple times watching that movie. Yeah, there's some rough stuff in it for sure. But I think these people are kind of going too far with it. Like this one, uh, there's some decent acting... Yet the entire thing is depressing, horrific, and sickening. I wish I could unsee it. I don't think that should go into the score of a movie. That should go into, will I ever watch this again? Yeah, and if not, it's fine. I mean, I've watched so many movies that I like, but I'm still like, eh, I don't know if I could watch that again. Right. Because some things just don't hit the same the second time. Yeah. Like Uncut Gems, I can't watch that movie again. I need to watch it. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Um, Speaking I mean, of which. And I love Good Time, but... I don't even know if that would hit the same because I mean, there's a lot of like, it does. Well, for me, it, it hits every time I watch it. I, I mean, I'd have to watch it again, but like just knowing what he's racing against and watching it fresh for the first time, like my heart started pumping a couple times when like stuff felt like it was getting too close for comfort. I was really like, tense. Oh fuck. And without spoiling things, that movie, like I know I've said it, but like that ending while I was pissed when I watched it, like reflecting on it, I was like, I'm happy with that. Yeah. It, it, it made sense. Right. See, uh, Good Time has an 80 overall. Uh, zero mm-hmm. negative ratings from critics. Uh, but what about the fans? 15 negative. Wandering, no real plot. I think they were trying to make an artsy film. Instead, it was a tedious and truly bad acting. What? On all accounts. <laughs> okay, you can't say that. I mean... I know people have their opinion of Adam Sandler. But what but, kind of opinion is this? No, I mean, I, I get, and I agree, but and then that, that's what I'm trying to say is this performance by him was universally praised. And secondly, how can you say there's no good acting if you have Lakeith Stanfield? 
Oh, this is a good time. Oh, oh this is a good time? Yeah. I, th- I thought you were on So good even time. worse. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. I can think of one bad actor from it, maybe? Not, well, I, I guess the one who's kind of over the top is the dude that he takes from the hospital. Yes. But he fits in that, what's going on. Though. Yeah, no, it makes sense, but even, uh, and maybe the security guard. That's the guy who won Oscar for the fucking uh, Captain Phillips. Oh, shit, it is. Is yeah. that, like, the only thing he's been in since then? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, my God, this one's going to piss you off. Oh, no, no, no. One of the worst. This is Navy Bean, so whoever you are, I uh, hope you hear this. Uh, one of the worst, laziest, illogical, empty films I have ever seen. I cannot believe the critics on this. It really makes me think the system is dirty. This is a loud, boring, nonsensical movie. There are plot holes everywhere, long shots of cars driving on the street, loud music, and a laughably, not intentionally, sentimental ending. I could, but won't, list all the lazy, sloppy, and idiotic choices this movie makes, but I don't blame the filmmakers. I blame the film critics, quotations, who can't see the difference between a good movie on a complete and a complete waste of time and money. Only... A.O. Scott rescues himself. Who the fuck's A.O. Scott? Is that one of the actors? Um, A.O. Scott. Uh, let me check real quick. Yeah. I don't fucking know. But that whole fucking thing, I'm like, what? That does, yeah, watching? And I don't get the idea of not blaming the film directors, blaming critics. That's the part that confused the fuck out of me. Yeah. A.O. Uh, Scott. Who the fuck is He's an American journalist. What the fuck does that have to do with this? <laughs> I don't Type get it. Type in A.O. Scott Good Time. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Review a good time if in name only. <laughs> oh, he, was, he reviewed it. Uh, da, 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 da. Rescues himself, so did he not finish the movie? Uh, while Robert Pattinson's character might charitably be described as an idiot. Uh, the story doesn't twist and turn so much as squirm and jump like an eel in the bottom of a rowboat. Uh, the biggest surprises confirm what an unbelievable slimeball Kanye is. He's about as hard to root for as any movie outlaw you can think of. I'm waiting to see like his opinion. Wait till you read this one. Oh, that one? Yeah. I don't know if I want to. Close it. It's stale, empty, and cold. I disagree. I disagree as well. I'll just read uh, part of this. This is an amateurish, poorly written, and frankly quite boring film about one brother's attempt to get the other out of jail after a botched bank robbery. The film, like the robbery, is poorly executed, coordinated, and directed. Never has a film's title more inaccurately described the theater experience for the last thing the viewer will have is a good time. I gave the film a 2.0 because the creators had good intentions but ended up with a terrible result. What is most surprising, and in fact scary, is that so many well thought of professional critics really love this film it was based on the reviews that i went to see the movie which once again proves getting paid for what you do or write doesn't mean you are good at it or deserve the sums you were paid jesus so he went in on the filmmakers and the critics all right so (laughs) that's like what the fuck (laughs) honestly dude if there's anything to criticize about this film I don't think it's the acting, and I don't think it's the script. It's not even the directing. No, and honestly, it's a real-world thing to me that bothers me. It's 
the way we treat the mentally handicapped. Yeah. Um, the fact that he would go to prison after being manipulated by his brother makes no sense. Right. Uh, what there should be is in a situation like that, he should have been removed and put into the home that he was like essentially put into after everything was done. Yeah, at the end of the movie. Yeah. And he should have been in that to begin with. That made no sense otherwise. <sighs> yeah. He wasn't a violent person. And that's what the movie's about, basically. Yeah. That's part of it. So it's like, honestly, in my opinion, if there's any indictment to be had about this, it's not the film itself. It's the fact that that would be a real situation. Right. It It's the most... It, it's a beautifully made film, in my opinion. But the thing that makes it for me is that it's the least cinematic ending I think I've ever seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I, this is one reason I hate critics. Like I just, it drives me insane. And that wasn't even a critic. That was just a normal day. I mean, but even then we get to see some of what people say, like what critics say about shit, like A.O. Scott. A.O. Scott. Yeah. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And here's going to, here's another one uh, that's going to be really be upsetting. It's hereditary. <laughs> Um, these days, actors not only appear, this is a legit critic. These days, actors not only appear in bad movies; they are forced to produce their own flops themselves. Tony Collette and Gabriel Bryan co-produced *Hereditary*. They deserve what they get in spades. <laughs> what the fuck? A hundred and ninety negative user reviews. So here's the thing: like we discussed, a lot of it's going to be religious. You think so? Yeah. Okay, let's Because they're see. worshipping a demon. <laughs> Basically, uh, come on, come on, come on, baby. Uh, Honestly, the you know what? One thing I'm extremely excited for after we make this film? Yes. We have to do this for us. Like, for us. No, no not, yeah. not the movie Us. <laughs> yeah. But for Butterfly. Okay, I'm down. I, I'd be interested to see how many reviews it gets. But. I, yeah, I'm really interested in that, too. That's too long. Let's see. I'm looking for like a really like a low one. Okay, it had all the trappings of a compelling horror, if a bit too long drawn out. Style, score, and the performance of the adult actors were all very good. All ruined by an absolutely dreadful, stupid ending, giving a zilch score based on the ending alone. One of the worst and most unnecessary I've seen in a horror movie. Terrible. I'm already, like, depressed and at a loss for words. And we're how long into this? 43 minutes. That went by fast. But <laughs> I'm, like, I don't know, man. It makes me sad that, like, people are this way. <laughs> because... <sighs> Give me another one of your favorite movies. Let's, let, let's look at the reviews for Clerks. Because we looked at the score already, but we didn't look at... Yeah, that that's gonna be curious. That, I mean, and that one, I can already see certain things. 70, 70 overall. There, there's gonna be a complaint that it's in black and white. It, it, you don't need four negative reviews from critics. From no, from normal people, critics. There's zero. Uh, it's because it's a fucking cult classic. But how many reviews are there total? Like overall, overall, no, like uh, the fan ones. One hundred ninety-four positive, seventeen makes four negative. So two hundred fifteen ratings. Yeah, let's see this too. Probably Kevin Smith's best film, but that is like saying this is my favorite cancer. 
<laughs> boring, pretentious, and too wordy without saying anything. Laughs are few and far between. Only a director this self-indulgent can bring us films like Dogma and Geely. He didn't make Geely! <laughs> do, do people think that? <laughs> Only... Wow. Do people think that? If you're thinking of the Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez movie that he made, it's Jersey Girl. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what he meant. Fucking gag me. That was... <laughs> but like saying that is like picking up my favorite cans. That's fucked up. Saying that is like knowing the director you're talking about and the films he's made. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, he is one of my favorite directors, but... It's a Kevin Smith movie. If you're watching it retroactively 20 years later when this website is up, um, you kind of know what to go into when you're watching a Kevin Smith film. And it seems like, honestly, most of the reviews are from people that are his fans. It's not people who went out of their way to watch something they've never seen before. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to Clerks 2 to see what that is. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Zero critic review. Only 22, 7, and 0. Oh, wow. So no no negatives. 18 negative uh, fan reviews. Too raunchy. Guaranteed. Uh, it, which, worse than Jersey Girl, avoid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where did it go? Where did it go? Where'd you go? Oh, that too? Yeah, oh, there it is. Wow, what was Kevin Smith's excuse for this pile of crap? At least the first one had a sort of film school debut vibe going on, but Clerks 2 was just sad. Terrible acting, terrible story, terrible dialogue. Everything sort of fell flat for me, which made the raunchy stuff toward the end seem even more desperate. Silent Bob and Jay, said it backwards, are literally (laughs) the only cool things in the movie, and they have maybe five minutes of total screen time. What a disappointment. That is, uh, A, a false statement. They at least have ten. Yeah. Uh... All their stuff outside is maybe seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they have like six minutes of screen time in the jail scene. Then they have all the stuff they do during the donkey show, which is probably another two, three minutes. Yeah. Um, I think that's close to 20. Yeah. I'm, it has to be 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's semantics. It's something stupid to go over, but it's. I mean, this one's worse. In 2002, it was clear Kevin Smith should have stopped making movies in 1994. Four years, and there was no sign of him or his tent of a jersey. Tent? Oh, tent of a jersey. And the film world was at peace. Until he shows up at Cannes with this piece of dot dot dot. That ruined what made the original so great to everyone. Now that Smith has been booed out of France, dropped from Miramax, and closed the coffin on his SQ universe. He can finally stop tor- torturing us with his movies and get rich off of selling Jay and Silent Bob merchandise to kids. There's a lot to unpack in that one. I mean, yeah, there is, but it sounds like these people have more against Kevin Smith than they do the They movie. really do not like this guy. <laughs> I'm disgusted at the language in it. And asked for a refund, which I received. I read a few reviews, but didn't realize the content was so crude. Lynn? She sounds like a Karen. At least she gave it a one. <laughs> she had the decency for that. Just painful. painful. That's a great review. Um, if your reason for liking Kevin Smith movies is Randall and you think the dirtier a conversation is, the better it is and this movie is for you. If you like Kevin Smith for smart dialogue with simultaneously lowbrow, highbrow jokes and you like Kevin Smith movies for Jay, Silent Bob, Dante or any other characters who are not Randall and this movie is not for you. 
they're all in there and totally hilarious as always but it's primarily a how dirty can randall talk film and you will hear him talk very dirty for a very long time jeff anderson as opposed to jason muse just isn't inherently funny enough to carry a film like that most of the inherent humor was used up in clerks one <laughs> <laughs> I gotta disagree. Jeff Anderson is actually pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's personal opinion. And honestly, everything he listed is the reasons why I like the movie. So I felt more of like an insult to me um, than the film. Because yeah. it's literally the only reason you go to the fucking movie. Yeah. You're, most people don't go watch a sequel to something else without watching the original. Yeah. And if you didn't like the original, you're not going to return. You're so, not going to like the sequel, most likely. So yeah. why even bother watching? <laughs> yeah, so at that point, the film was made for me, so I can't cry. Yeah. Uh, what is this one? This one is Pulp Fiction. There's negative. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, this one is really curious to me. Zero. <laughs> We are movie fanatics who watched a cinematic pile of crap with seven other people ranging in age from 22 to 86. We watch a lot of movies in all genres, and we all thought it was the most overrated piece of vulgar garbage with gratuitous violence, foul language, and on top of it, way too boring. Don't know what deep thought anyone is talking about. We have removed this from our collection. By the way, I've never given a movie a zero before, and we have over 2,000 movies in our collection. I echo those who stay away. I don't understand at all. I really don't. I don't see what you could find wrong with that film. I there's really don't. one bad. There's one person's acting in that movie. I would probably just switch the actress. The and blueberry other, pancake chick. Yep. Other oh, than blueberry that, blueberry pancakes. Other than that, even the gimp was good. The gimp was good. He was creepy. <laughs> he. I mean, everything else plays. He in did that what part. a gimp's supposed to do. Everything else plays in that movie perfectly. Yeah, I can see some people not liking the non-linear thing. I, and uh, some people don't like that, which is fair, I guess. I mean, but, yeah, but it all fits. But it all fits. I'm sorry that you can't deal with someone being dead in one scene and alive in the next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the most overrated flick I've seen so far, just a random movie with boring and pointless plot and cheesy dialogue. You know what's overrated? Cheesy dialogue. That's that's not... No. What's... What's... What, what's... What? I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to think of... Well, what do you think is the most overrated movie you've ever watched? Where you walked out and you were like, this is fucking stupid. Uh, Avengers, the first Avengers. Uh, I mean, I can agree with that one yeah. for sure. Uh, it was very bland. Yeah. Um, honestly, I mean, this is just me personally. I wasn't into Les Mis. Never seen it. I just, man. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is overrated. Oh, yeah. Lord there of the Rings is overrated. There's only one return. And it's of the Jedi. There you go. Um, yeah, there's I, there's a lot of movies that are overrated. Um, trying to think of another one. Captain America: Winter Soldier is overrated. I'll fight you. Fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> honestly, dude, that's the only catalog of films in the Marvel stuff that got better, like with each entry. Whereas, like, Iron Man got worse. Iron Man got worse. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy didn't get better from the first to second. I like how you said didn't get better, and not it got worse. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because it wasn't bad, but it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't an improvement. Yeah, it, it's exactly. Um, I do like how we have both uh, Kurt Russell and his son in the MCU now. I didn't think about that. Yeah. This guy went off on the movie. Oh, shit. 
Pulp Fiction is full of absurd violence, endless tough guy trash talking, trigger happy psychopathic idiots, and a plot about nothing. Those deviating from the mainstream consensus may wonder how this film even reaches the top 100. Its humor is dry and uninspired, with about the only amusing line being about tomatoes. <laughs> the film is devoid of any soul or humanity and the good example of style over substance. Who am I supposed to sympathize with? The drug dealers or the gangbangers? No investment, no tension, no nothing. Nobody on the screen apart from the background civilians matters one bit. And in the director's awkward and forceful, out-of-place cameo, the film's drawn-out length and what... What does make it watchable is the intense performances by some of the cast and high production values. Can you do me a favor and rewind to the tomatoes thing one more time? Um, where is it? I just, oh, oh, with the uh, humor is dry and uninspired, with about the only amusing line being about tomatoes. I thought the watch thing was pretty amusing. The watch thing was amusing. I'm... The whole scene of uh, them trying to give uh, the adrenaline shot to Mia was amusing. Yeah. Trying to find his big black medical book. So, do you know who was originally supposed to play Jules? And why he turned it down? Ugh, I forgot. Lawrence Fishburne. Yes, that's who it was. Do you know why he turned it down? Why? Because he thought that the movie... Well, that's the right word. Uh, promoted, or glorified, is the word he used. It glorified the use of heroin. It did. No. It did not. The only person who used heroin and... The other person it, who it, kind it, of used it yeah. in the wrong way. Uh, was uh, Don Travolta's character. Yep, and then Mia snorted it. Yeah. Um, and even then, he... I don't I don't know if he said he regretted it or not, but like... He should. He, sa- he said while reading the script, it just it felt like it glorified it. But, I mean, I think it came out better on film than anything else. Yeah. Um, the Jackrabbit Slim stuff was cool. Yep. And then all, dude, like, there's so much in that film. Like, the all the theories that came out about uh, Marcellus Wallace afterwards were fantastic. Yeah. Like, the whole soul through the back of his neck in the case. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I just don't get why we can't have anything nice without someone having something to say about it anymore. Yeah, and this guy's just dedicated. His name is Hate Pulp Fiction. Oh, God. He made the account for this. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Oh, that's, oh, that's you the one you it? just read? Okay. Uh, no, the movie is absolute dog trash. Okay, so he fucked up here. The movie is absolutely dog, actually trash movie written by a bunch of idiotic monkeys. How could anybody watch this horrible film and live to tell the tale? I'm pretty sure this picture gave me stage five suicidal thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I literally want to die after viewing this film. Do not watch it. Terrible writing. Bad screenplay and even worse character development. Another dumpster fire by Quentin. Another horrible production in the books. He went off. I just I don't feel like there's any merit to the argument. No, he just he, he, he. do me a favor. What's your favorite movie of all time? La La Land. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it goes La La Land then Saving Private Ryan. Okay. For me. Ninety four. As it should be. Let's see. As it should. And it has nothing to do with the fact that the director has the same name as me. No bad critic reviews? Nope. 148 negative audience reviews. (laughs) Fuck. Boring. So bad I can't compete. I can't complete the movie. Don't watch it. That was very uh, inspired. I think it just says you don't have room to criticize something if you didn't finish it. Yeah. 
Let's see. I'm usually a fan of musicals, but this one left me wanting more of, the, and the songs were middling at best. Also, I'm extremely tired of watching films about Hollywood, mostly because they're tiresome and always very vastly overrated by critics. These are bland-ass reviews. Yeah. Do me a favor. This is one I'm curious about, and I don't even know if we need to go into fans so much as critics on this next one. One thing we talk about on this channel all the time, my favorite franchise. Saw. Oh yeah, saw. And then maybe Spiral after. Okay, well Spiral makes I can see the bad ones. Yeah, but, I can't. <laughs> but uh, the first saw, not so much. Yeah, but that, that one's the one in my opinion that should have the highest score, maybe two. And that's a big maybe. Yeah, forty six, dude. You're about to have an aneurysm. I might. Have a uh, fucking ambulance on speed dial. Okay, so critics, 10 negative, 12 mixed, 10 positive, so it wasn't a whole lot. Okay. Through, though dumber than a box of rocks, Saw forges ahead with the kind of conviction and energy that will keep bad cinema junkies sitting bolt upright. Nice. Well, that felt more like an insult to me. 48 negative ratings by an audience. Stupid, pointless, and sickening. Even. Even, though all the Saw <laughs> movies have awesome endings. Okay. But you gave it a zero. Don't you think the ending alone would give it at least a two? Uh, yeah. These people are fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, what is that, Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, I just wanted to see. 51. Okay, so they're pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, so I'd love to see body parts getting... Oh, if I'd love to see body parts getting <laughs> severed on these posters and then try to scare us... This one makes no sense whatsoever. Scare us by using already used scary cliches and saw failed big time. Wow, that was so scary. I don't think it was meant to be scary. No, it's it's a... It's, it's a thriller. A, it's not even a horror movie, it's really. It's a Gorno. Yeah, Gorno. Gorno. Oh, yeah. I failed to see how anybody with an IQ above that of a ninth graders could find this turkey intelligent. <laughs> All the film is just one big contradiction. <laughs> What's that? Oh, after another. Um. Okay, I have something, a, a question for you, because I was just looking on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Which one would you say was better, critic or critically? Uh, Spiral or Jigsaw? Let me guess, Jigsaw was better critically. It had a lower critic score, but it had like 13% higher audience score. Jigsaw did? Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. Spiral was leaps and bounds above Jigsaw. A hundred percent. Yeah. Acting alone. Which is insane. Which, yeah, I mean, yeah. But it, I still watch it, but it's not, it's not up to par. The modern story was better than the flashbacks. Um, this one said, I do not like these kinds of movies. Then why'd you watch it? Sadistic. If you like torture scenes, you might have serious mental problems. I will say this is true. I do have serious mental problems. But well, why would you even watch it if you don't like these kinds of movies? I mean, yeah, it's it's very well known what these movies are about. And I don't. When did Metacritic come out? Just. Oh, you know, I had to. I think it's been around a long time. At least over 10 years easily. Founded. Metacritic. January 1999. Oh, wow. Okay. Spiral has a 48. What about. Uh, oh, never mind. You know what I want to see if it's That's real? That's a different spiral. Oh, shit. You know what I want to see if it's real? 
Huh. Moviepoopshoot.com. Moviepoopshoot.com. Movie poop. That's not a dot there. <laughs> there it is. 40. Okay. Let's read one negative and then I'll look up that thing. Spiral, in a nutshell, is what happens when you have multiple people trying to dictate how a film should be, not agreeing on anything, and then using bits of ideas from everyone. There isn't a single definite tone for the film. It tries to be funny when it isn't. It tries to be serious when it's hard to take the poor acting seriously. And it tries to be scary when the traps are honestly quite bland and tame. Everything that movie shouldn't have been, it is. As a fan of the series, I think this is poorly as I do. I think of this as poorly as I do Saw 3D. It's almost insulting to have to see this franchise be reduced to this predictable mess. I mean, it was predictable. Yeah, very predictable. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. It was a fun watch, especially as a first-time viewing. Yeah, I think it's. Is it out or is it just about out on Blu-ray? It came out what May. Yeah. Well, it said it was supposed to be sometime in July. June, July. It should be out next month, August. Three months. Usually three months. They lowered it. No, remember because we did a news story that it was coming out early. Oh, okay. Uh, is there any other movies you can think of? What's a movie that you would be offended by? It, if it was bad? Yeah. Or that I didn't like? No, that you like, really liked and you'd be offended of a negative review. Yeah, Movie Poop Shoot is not a website. No, I know. I was just looking at it, too. <laughs> oh, okay. No, because it's from uh, Jay and Silent Bob's yeah, track back. Yeah, um, Let's see. Something you really like. It comes out on July 20th, just to be clear. And oh, okay. then also, something I really like. Yes. That I would be offended by. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was, I was going to say the Phantom but I know why the bad reviews are the bad reviews for that so you um, couldn't even be offended by no it. I couldn't be offended um, <laughs> Joker ooh I'd probably get offended too 59 <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me I'm offended already so 11 negative critics reviews oh my wow God. Phoenix is acting so hard, you can feel the desperation throbbing oh. in his veins. He leaves you wanting to start him a GoFundMe. I'm having flashbacks because we have read these reviews before. Yeah, so he won't have to pour so much sweat into his jazz fucked up. 285 negative reviews. Jesus Christ. That one was so bad. Want to hear a joke? This movie. Also, society, am I right? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> 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 at least the review made me laugh. Um, <laughs> Lazy and dim, but at least it drags off for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we ignore the fact that this is a taxi driver wet dream, at every moment the story is stilted, yet overwrought. This is a sad trash film. Did he put overwrought yeah, with the fucking question mark? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part is when he said, but at least it drags off for hours. <laughs> that shit did make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, where's the other ones? Every other good review is like a 10. 8, 10, 10, 10, 10. It's just something that apparently either you loved or you hated. I fucking hated it. I finally pushed myself to finish it. Joaquin Phoenix did an amazing character actor for this. Did an amazing character actor for this? Okay. <laughs> But the movie... I wish you could comment on this. But the movie itself is depressing as hell. Really? No. 
no idea why anyone would want to watch something that depresses you. I want to create an account on Metacritic <laughs> and just find a way to like make sure my my review is right under like some dickheads and just be like fuck that guy with an arrow pointing <laughs> yeah. up. Ugh. These these are fucking hilarious. Um, let's see. I don't like this movie that much. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they did a good job on Joker. Don't get me wrong, I love Joker, but this movie just makes me want to cry for how bad it is. I think they should have done I think they should have done more with the Mori scene. Maury? It's Mori, not Mori. But he just admitted to killing people then but then killed Mori. I don't get how so many people like this movie they should have just put him in jail right away. What are you talking about? Okay? <laughs> ¿Qué? ¿Qué? ¿Qué pasó? This film has no new thing. <laughs> A character named Joker just for popularity in box office. Actually, it's com- pretty much like 100% fresh. Because it is Joker, but it's a very new take on him. The only thing tying it to anything you know is the Waynes. Yeah. So... Like and we've had this conversation. If you literally call it anything else, call it Bozo the Clown and take out the Waynes and still insert anybody else, it's fantastic. Yep. I put zero just to lower the average. That's fucked up. <laughs> I hate people so I much. actually give him a five. How do you guys give him a nine? Are we out of our minds? The film is based on a banal plot. The usual discourse of the poor living in Star 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 Star. And the rich who are much richer and the poor rebel against the system. Joker is a whining psychopath who kills random people. Phoenix, very good. I think that anyway, anyone with the modicum of intelligence and study on the subject can understand that this is an extremely overrated film. That was a lot to read. I mean, I do, I'm... Grammar, am I right? Oh, I mean, grammar is one thing. <laughs> but... You make me look like an idiot reading these. <laughs> Oh, these fucking people. At least read another funny one. I'm trying. <laughs> let's, let's see. I'm honestly kind of curious on something like Hangover. Oh, God. Let's see. And after that, I'm doing The Dark Knight. <laughs> Who's going to talk shit about Heath Ledger? There, I'm pretty sure there'll be somebody. Oh, yeah. Hangover. It has a 73. Which is good for a comedy movie. How how much was Joker's? 50-something? 56. So, this film did better for the director than Joker did. Yep. Wow. This was an absolute waste of time. The characters' actions, of which we see very little, were not believable to the behaviors that they displayed the next day. There was no chemistry. The scenes felt forced and scattered as if there were a dozen frat boys trying to tell a coherent story. I don't think I laughed out loud once. Each line was cliche and unoriginal. This movie was cruel and moronic and in no way clever or funny. I can't believe the amount of people who enjoyed this film. It breaks my heart that we will most likely see more films in the future. And they did. Sounds like his dad left him when he was a kid and didn't hold his hand enough. <laughs> um, I mean, that's all that is. They, they're mad that they didn't get to see the shit that happened the night before. Pretty much. And that pretty, that's pretty much what all of them will say. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous in my opinion. I just but... It is what it is. I gotta do the Dark Knight to close it out. Yeah, I, I think that's the right way to go. Especially because of how universally beloved that movie is. So we think. 84. 84, which is not as high as I thought. 
No, I did think it would be higher. I thought it'd be like a ninety at least. Dark Knight Rises is at least a seventy-eight. At least it's that's lower fair. Than, yeah, I wouldn't even go that high, honestly. They don't even have Batman Begins on here. It's because it's not uh, in the title. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I respect you. I'm just saying. Three hundred and twenty negative. What about bad critic reviews? One. Oh, zero. Sorry. Oh, I thought I was like, if there's one, you need to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I love dark movies. Pan's Labyrinth, Apocalypse Now, but Dark Knight isn't dark. It's sick. It just because dark's in the name. <laughs> yeah. The sick night. If you like, if you like horror movies like Hostel and Saw Three, maybe this will be up your line. But come on, a cell phone stitched into a guy's stomach and rigged to explode crosses the line for me. There's no point, no message, just sick, disturbing sadism. I'm. <laughs> it's the fucking Joker. <laughs> yeah. Sewing a fucking explosive cell phone into a dude's stomach is the Holy last fuck. thing I'd worry about. <laughs> <laughs> is that a bad review? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, he started with normal writing and then he went all caps. <laughs> You know what? I want you to. Re- this is how we're gonna close out the episode. <laughs> You're gonna read it in character, and then as soon as it's you read it in character, Dolly, start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do it. <sighs> I just never seen something like this. <laughs> How could you be that angry about a movie? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Get ready for YouTube. This one's going up. Yes. Okay. I don't know. How should I start this? Like, just kind of like a serious thing? Yeah, just just do it. Do it how you would read lines. Oh, my God. (laughs) These are the many reasons why TDK is one of the worst, if not the worst movie ever made. Rachel Dawes is pointless and has no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Dawes is pointless and has no reason to be in the story. She gets no development, no unique personality, no goal in life, and no consistent motivation. She is just another damsel in distress who must either be saved or dies. She is just another one of Nolan's weak and shallow female characters. It's unfortunate because she's the only main female character in this wretched movie. Nolan only uses her to make other characters suffer in the end. Dawes also has a poor love triangle conflict that serves no good purpose to the plot. Here we go. I don't know if I should scream. <laughs> Do it. I had to read this like an incel or something. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <They're> so long. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I don't give a crap about this stupid conflict. She has no good chemistry with anyone! We are given no reason to care about who she chooses. She's a moron who tells Bruce not to turn himself in, or they won't be together, but when Harvey turns himself in, she suddenly changes her mind and writes a letter telling Bruce she wants Harvey! 
What the fudge? <laughs> <laughs> it's like she just pretended to like Bruce to crap on him in the end. All the possibilities consistent character growth for Batman are thrown out of the window. Make a story of how he sees he doesn't always need to be the hero and show the people of Gotham that they can perfect the city. No! <laughs> a story of how he chooses to leave his own needs aside to help others instead? No! Batman was already willing to sacrifice himself for Gotham. A story about holding on to hope and doing what is right even when someone you love died because of it? No! The potential of the letter that Rachel sent is also thrown out the window because Alfred roasted it! Batman gets no morally right or consistent development in this whole messy mock! <laughs> Harvey is just another muddy moron. He believes in justice and then wants to kill a child who did nothing to him! <laughs> Harvey also listens to everything the Joker tells him after the Joker literally burned him and killed his girlfriend. He decides to blame it on the people who actually tried to save him and Rachel Dawes. The people who have been helping him to take down the Joker the whole time. He immediately changes his goal and doesn't kill the Joker. Bullcrap! I wasted foreshadowing of potential. Would have been more consistent and less crowded if Harvey killed Joker and became the actual villain. But even that wouldn't have saved this movie. <laughs> Make Harvey a schizophrenic genius with Rachel as his clever caretaker. No! Batman doesn't even have detective skills. He just suddenly crafts a random machine that helps him track Joker through technology. An invention with no build-up or realism. 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 <laughs> After Rachel's death, Nolan decides to repeat the entire plot all over again. Joker causes chaos and gets his plan foiled just to tell Batman that someone is in danger, but his plan is even dumber. His plan doesn't even make sense and hurt even well explained at all. First he wants Batman to reveal himself, then doesn't care he could have known the police would be idiotic enough to release him. If they hadn't stupidly put one person to guard the door of the most dangerous criminal and instead <laughs> left Joker alone in there, then his plan wouldn't have been ruined. If Harvey died instead, then that would be the end. Everything that happens in the second half of the film is worthless. The whole movie is worthless. Joker decides to give two ships two bombs, but the people have no reason to believe he has a bomb of his own and has no reason to believe he wouldn't just trigger it after they blow up one or the other. Even if they were morons, the criminals have reasons for being criminals. Batman rescues Joker even though he let his mentor die in the previous film. The mentor helped him train to be the way he is. It is good that Rashad Ghoul died, but the Joker is more screwed up and killed Rachel and a bunch of others. But Batman hates justice and morality. Batman saving Joker is unloving to all those people the Joker killed. He already had a chance to kill him and severely injure him, severely injure him. But Rachel died and Harvey got hurt because he didn't take that chance. This is just more potential character growth thrown out the window. Batman ended up being responsible for Harvey's death anyway. Not even that led to the character growth. Conflict with Joker is left completely unsolved. He will obviously escape if he's just left hanging there. We spent 153 minutes of runtime accomplishing nothing! <laughs> Joker is filthy and uses none of the unique weapons, jokes, or plans that made him Joker in the first place. Message of the film is lie to others to make them feel good about what they believe. Batman has no reason for making this dreadful message because it's illogical for prisoners to be released by Harvey's ruined reputation. It's just a dumb decision meant to set up a sequel. Nolan forgot to write a plot that made sense. The film is too dark. Scenery is empty and lifeless. Action is forgettable. A film that is awful doesn't deserve to be this long. Done! <laughs>
<laughs> Wait, that was, that was it? Yeah. That went so much longer than what I expected. And me too. I started to like... <sighs> One myself out. You sounded like fucking Morty. I, I thought of that halfway through, and I was like, I'll just keep going. I gotta take my headphones off for a moment. My head hurts, like, a lot. Oh, my God. I was even down here. <laughs> that fucking was killing me. I don't think I've laughed that much in a while. <laughs> oh. That was beautiful. Um, and I, I, appreci- I appreciate your commitment. Your turn. I thought we were done. <laughs> I don't... We're not gonna find another one like that, no. ever. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Oh, my brain. All right. I think that's how we close it out. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, I need a break. All Thank right. Thank you. Thank you. So. Thank you to everybody for listening to this episode and getting this far along with us. I know this one might seem a little bit um, dull and pedantic in certain spots, but I actually had a lot of fun. Uh, yes. It, it's always interesting to see how stuff like this is taken. Um, especially because at the end of the day, this is art and it really doesn't, uh, really shouldn't affect anybody, uh, to their core, the way that some of these people take it. And especially that last person. <laughs> that oh was pretty God. bad. Oh yeah. Like, and to the point of like making whole accounts to like shit on Pulp Fiction. Yeah. That's sad. It, it doesn't make sense. No. But we will close it out here. <clears throat> yes. Uh, if you don't mind, I forgot how to do the fucking outro for a second there. Like, my brain is killing me. If you don't mind, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and make sure to leave a like and subscribe on our YouTube channel and uh, follow us there. And then make sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave a like, rate, and subscribe on those. It helps us reach out to other viewers, and we really appreciate it. Until next time, this has been the Super Thwack Podcast. My name is Anthony Stevens. Damien Leva. And have a good week. Peace. Peace.